Say Jake. Yeah? No, no, no. Say Jake. Jake. Great. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but okay. fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Um, this is our one-year anniversary episode. We come to the realization somewhere in the middle of that podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> it was special nonetheless. And it did get real. So uh, don't worry about that. Uh, yeah, let's get started. Enjoy, everybody. If you're in sticky situation and think that you might need a place to run and try to hide away look no further than Amir and Jake and your burdens they will gladly take I may have overstated that oh these dudes will give you some good advice or at least they'll try you that but they will do their best to make it funny don't write in the less stunning Liam 
Loser. No. He was playing a uke. You're the loser. (laughs) You don't know how to play any instrument. Yeah. And you just disparage people who do. (laughs) But at least I don't I don't pretend to play a normal sized guitar and use a just little a little a little dinky one. He doesn't do that. Sorry, I thought you'd be on my side here. He doesn't pretend it's another instrument. (laughs) Sure he does. Do you think everyone with the ukulele is trying to trick you? Yeah, I think they're all tricksters. (laughs) I saw you walk up to a guy playing a ukulele on the subway, and you said, you're not fooling anyone. I said, uh, I'd give you a dollar, but nice try. Look at this, guys. He's trying to pass this off as a guitar, and clearly it's not. It's some other... Tiny one. <laughs> he's trying to pretend like he's a ten foot six inch guy playing a normal sized guitar, but I saw right through him. He's Look, five foot eight. It's small on me too. It's not a trick. It's not an illusion. It's just small. Everyone's booing me. Um, that guy's name was Ethan Ruby. I like Ethan Ruby. I like that song. Solid song. I like Thank the way you. he wrote it as he was singing it. What do you mean? He's like. Uh, at least they'll try to give you advice. Actually, I can't promise that. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. There are songs like that where, like, they, the lyrics contradict each other. Yeah, it's funny because you, you do imagine the person, like, writing them down, uh, right. recording them. <laughs> so it's like, like oh. Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. Yeah, like, before you record the song, just go make sure. Just Double check. check. Oh, Saturday in the park. It, it was, was the fourth of July. <laughs> now that I think about it, it was the second of July. I, it was definitely the second of July. Or it's like that uh, Elton John song where he's like, "You see, I've forgotten if they're green or they're blue." Oh, he's talking about someone's eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then he's like, and he also says, "If I was a sculptor, but then again, no." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, then don't use that one. <laughs> He doesn't know how to if delete. He decided not to be a sculptor. <laughs> uh, but then again, no. And then the song just ends. <laughs> Sorry, the song isn't going to be about me uh, being a sculptor. <laughs> yeah, he decided uh, to go be a painter instead. But then again, no. But then again, no. <laughs> so no song. Hey, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Jake. And I'm Amir. I, I feel bad. We can go back to doing the old way. <laughs> you know, this is our one year... This is the one year anniversary show. This is really? Yeah, the sh- the 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 our first episode was May 12th, 2013. Or no, May 13th, 2013. And now it's May. And now today it's uh in podcast land May 12th, 2013. Holy shit. Happy anniversary, brother. Yeah. Anyway, uh so and Happy uh, anniversary to me too, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> uh this Love is also that. I think the latest we've recorded a podcast like it's it's Sunday night at 9.45 p.m. Is this the latest we've recorded a podcast? Or like the closest to it's being released. Right, like down to the wire. Yeah, like down this is borderline, li- borderline live. Yeah. Because we just have to turn it around. If there's any mistakes in it, I apologize. I, I, we don't have time to listen to it. Borderline uh, borderline live and uh, 100% irresponsible. Yeah, negligent. <laughs> we ran out of time. We procrastinated. It was Mother's Day today. Oh, yeah. You had to see your mother. I had to see my brother. Yeah, it was your brother's day today. Yes. I'm his mother, so I went up to see <laughs> young Michael at school. Um, so how does it work? People are in difficult places obviously life, is, life isn't good we always should do like a let's script a 
a, a duo intro oh. because that way you know it's not all the the onus isn't all on you so like we so we but we say the same yeah. exact thing all so the time people are in people are in need people all right people are what do you say i say uh people are in a in a difficult place in their lives and then i'll say dire straits straits if you will <laughs> straits <laughs> but then again no <laughs> <laughs> all right let's try that beginning ready okay People are. What's so? How does it work? People are in uh, difficult places in their lives. Dire straits. And, and so what they do is they email us. They email us at ifiwereyoushow at gmail dot com, and we do our best to answer their questions. Let's get started. All right, we have that. We have that recorded. All we have to do is practice those lines. <laughs> I, I don't. I fear I won't be able to nail straight every single time. Did you just take a photo? I accidentally took a photo. You just took yes. a fucking picture. I'm laying here shirtless. <laughs> I didn't take a the, photo of you. The most. I just. I'm just going to tell you the, the most discomforting sound when you're lying on a couch shirtless is the sound of a fucking camera going off. It's such an embarrassing noise, like to be caught in, like taking a surreptitious photo and just hearing. Uh, you know, would be a fun a prank um like at a trucker rest stop it's like there's just like a big a trucker guy right he's the actor he's like just a big old scary looking trucker yeah and then people come in and they're they're <laughs> peeing next to him you just hear the sound of an iphone camera yeah this <laughs> we just play that <laughs> <laughs> so the people we're not actually taking photos of them so they can't get mad at right. us it's not illegal so they, like they some people will look over at him and be like did you take a picture and right. then sometimes he should look at them and be like did you just take a picture you mean they're both at urinals next to each yeah, other yeah yeah S- side by side urinals <laughs> that's really good i'm gonna email jimmy fallon <laughs> what do you think Jim- it is jimmy jimmy you, at fallon do you think it's jimmy at uh the tonight show you know what it might be is Jimmy Fallon at Gmail. A lot of people you know, and thus probably a lot of celebrities, just have their names at Gmail. I have thought about that before. And I actually, um, Mary Kate and Ashley Olson at gmail.com right. is me. <laughs> so really? Else. I'm pretty, I don't know if I can still use it, but yeah. I, I you also started Paul Dano's Twitter, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you troll. <laughs> you trolled Paul Dano. <laughs> the real Paul Dano. <laughs> you made a fake Twitter account for Paul Dano. I really did do that. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> it's, what a small time prank. I think it doesn't have, oh my God. The real Paul Dano. <laughs> the real. I think it's the real Paul Dano. Yeah, the real Paul Dano. <laughs> Bio, this is a parody Oh, no, it couldn't, it couldn't load. Oh, wow, maybe they... They da- deleted you me. Finally, Dano's people finally got to you. Fuck, dude. Um, all right, let's get started. Let's um, answer these questions. Real, real emails from real people. We're going to give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. Do you have a fake name theme for this episode? Um, let's do uh, kids I went to elementary school with. Okay. So who who wrote this email? Joe. Joe. Actually, should I not do his whole name? <laughs> let's say, uh, let's call him Joe W. Joe Dubs writes, Hello, guys. I've been dating an amazing girl for a few months. Gorgeous. Brilliant. The whole nine yards. Our sex life is, for the most part, pretty good. But there's one rough spot. She has never let me go down on her. Not once. Not ever. She gives me head occasionally, and I could probably ask her to do it more, but I'd feel greedy not reciprocating. What's more, she won't tell me why she won't let me go there. At first she said uh, she'd be too loud, but then when we were in a more private place, I still got rebuffed. (laughs) 
I try every few times we're fooling around, but whenever I get down there, she clamps her legs and clams right up. Pun intended. So how do I go about fixing this oral problem? I really enjoy eating girls out. Plus, not to brag, but I've been told I'm pretty damn good at it. And we all know what Uncle Ben meant when he said, with great power comes great responsibility, was actually, if you're good at eating pussy, eat pussy. Thanks, guys. Excuse you. (laughs) Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. This is sort of like the opposite problem of uh, most people, where it's like, I want my girl or a guy to go down on me, and they won't. This is like, I want to do it to them, and they won't let me. I can understand where he's coming from. It would, I would be devastating to me if I, if I was with somebody who didn't like um, to receive oral sex. Devastating? Even though she was down to give you oral sex? Yeah, I, I love um, doing that. Sex. I, yeah, it's one of my favorite things Would you be do. more devastated than if it were the other way around? Um, I would rather... Interesting. You'd rather... You'd rather receive than give it? No, I think I might rather give it. You'd rather give it? Yeah. That can't be true. As long as I can still fuck, yeah. Huh. I mean, I'd rather do both. If that's an option. <laughs> it's not. I, would, I don't think I would be with somebody who like, didn't like, or not like, but at least like, you know. It's interesting it, to, what do you think it is about not wanting to get it? I, I've, I've met girls who don't, like, they don't it. like it. Yeah. I guess it grosses them out. Right, I think there's like an insecurity thing. Um, I, some girls maybe, and some guys too, maybe people are just like, I don't want you to go down on me because I think my vagina looks weird. I think oh. it smells weird. I think I, I don't want you to be that close to it. And then also maybe maybe some uh, girls are like super sensitive there and it's not actually, it's like, it's actually not pleasurable. It's almost like being tickled. You know, it's like, it's too intense. Oh, jeez. Imagine that too intense, that, which sounds like a good thing. But you also you wouldn't want somebody to just be tickling you. That's too intense. <laughs> tickling is too intense. Tickling's intense. <laughs> I'll go down on a girl. I'll let her suck my dick. But tickling's where I draw the line. Yeah, you don't you don't want anybody uh, sort of wiggling your rib cage. Yeah. Oh, I love being tickled. <laughs> Didn't I tickle you on the podcast once? <laughs> Probably. Uh, so what do you do in this situation? Um. How do I go about fixing this oral problem is the Well, it sounds question. like he, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't, like, really um, gone. He hasn't, wow, I can't, I can't think of the word and I might never be able to. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think this is the end. Dealing with the problem head on. When you're deep. Not... Oh, that's a good pun, though. Oh, yeah. Sure. You, mean, you mean broaching it in a non-sexual way? Yeah, just like fucking saying what you're thinking. Because right. right now he's like, they talked about it. She's like, it would be too, I, I would be too loud. And he's right. like, okay. That's and a, that's he accepted fake, that. That's and a fake he, excuse. Right. Well, I understand him like accepting that at first. So then, but then he tried in a more private setting and she still said no. And she's clamming up on him. Then I think he should, maybe there's an issue that could be worked out. Like, hey, um, do you not like that? And then she could say, give you the reasons why she doesn't. And maybe you could quell her fears. Maybe she'll say, I think my vagina is weird. You say, I think you have the best looking vagina I've ever seen in my whole life. She's like, I think it's, um, I think it's gonna, I think it's smelly. And you say it smells like roses. And then she, and then you do go down on her and then you're like, holy shit. Actually, never mind. You were right. (laughs) Go down there and immediately vomit. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Why did you let me do this? You should have continued with some sort of ruse and excuse. I think you should, yeah, you should just say like, what's up? 
what's the deal? Tell me, tell me like it is. Especially if you're, this is your girlfriend, it's not like some just random girl you're hooking up with. You guys should be able to have a communi- better communication. Yeah, just at least, or at least bring it up. Not while you. Oh God! You're so Sorry, rich. I just thought about this chick's pussy. <laughs> I think her biggest nightmare is this conversation right now being broadcast to tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Sorry, being podcasted. Okay, to tens on, of on a borderline live podcast. Um, yeah, I would say I, I, he hasn't even at, told asked her about it. Yeah, he should do that. You should do that. You should talk to her about it. <laughs> I also love that. Like this is my my talent is being wasted on her yeah it's like I'm giving the best i'm a casanova it's locking michael jordan in a gymnasium and not giving him a ball <laughs> it's a it's a waste of potential here trust me i am the spider-man of uh going down on chicks what does that mean well uh uncle ben the spider-man reference oh did not get that i thought he meant the rice guy Who's Uncle Ben's rice? <laughs> it's the company, isn't you it? You thought that Uncle B- the rice company said, "With great power comes great responsibility." <laughs> I thought it was a really good rice. <laughs> no, I think that's a uh, rice aroni. Yeah, it's it was either the San Francisco treat or with great, great power, power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Either way, uh, two parts water, one part rice. Please don't destroy this uh, great, great responsibility you have. Um, all right. Do you have a do you have a female elementary school friend's name for the second question? Oh yes. Um Sarah C. Sarah C. Okay, this is sort of a Mother's Day themed question. Mm. Perfect timing. Hey guys, recently my husband and I have been talking about starting a family. We are both really excited, but I'm a little worried about becoming a mom. My husband has a great relationship with his family. They are very close and talk a lot. I, on the other hand, still have a lot of resentment towards my parents due to an an unhappy childhood. My mom has a criminal record and my dad barely bothers to conceal his old school sexism around his daughters. We do not talk any more than once a month and I do not have very much respect for either of them. I am worried that I won't know how to be a good mom because of this. And my husband is such an amazing person... I don't want to disappoint him or our child. Jake often talks about his awesome, loving relationship with his mom. So I was wondering if you guys could share some of the things that your parents did to to foster your relationships and keep you guys close into adulthood. Thanks. Sincerely, Sarah C. Oh my goodness. It sucks because she can't be a good mom. Right. Like, regardless well, of how say, many good stories we give her. I was going to say maybe she has the kid, gives it to the husband, and then leaves. Because <laughs> oh, like, that way the husband, he deserves a kid. It's going to be a good dad. Because he, he had good parents. Yeah. And that way she doesn't taint him. That's Like, regardless of how much she tries, it's not going to happen, I feel like. I'll say um, one one uh, piece of advice before I go into... I'm going Because I'm going to tell my mom how much I love this Mother's Day. <laughs> You bet your fucking ass I'm going to tell Because you didn't actually call her. I, yeah, I didn't call her today. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I think you can learn by bad example as well as by example. You were raised in a household where your parents showed you how not to do it. Your husband was raised in a household where his parents showed him how to do it. So you guys actually make a perfect team. Oh, wow. It's a perfect pay. And you can see who does it better now. It's sort of like a competition. Well, all right. 
God, you become so the quickly best turn it negative. Yeah, it's Don't a game. You, it's a, it's impressive. So you get you get ten points for you How know you actually holding the child. Competition. Just birthing ten him. Points? Is what ten does the points. winner get? The winner gets uh, the kid's inheritance if he or she should perish. So it all the comes parents. back to money. Yeah, ideally so it you would, it's a cash game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life is a cash your whole game. life is just money. Life is not a zero sum game. Life is a one zero 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 zero, aka a million cash game, where the winner gets cash. <laughs> You're broke. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't had a kid yet. <laughs> Uh, I wanted. To, did you you had, you saw your mother today? Yeah. Was that nice? Yeah, it was nice. It was. It was fun to hang out with my mommy. Did you tell her you loved her? I didn't have to you because never, I don't. You never. <laughs> you and your parents don't say I love you. Um, rarely. Yeah. I don't know. When, did you tell your mom you loved her today? No. You never said I love you. No, I show it in different ways. I don't have to say. I don't have to fake it with words. Fake? What do you mean fake it? Oh, I love. How do you I, show her that you love her? Uh, I'll give her a hug and say Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and you like? I give her a card and with a five dollar bill. They took you out to every meal today, right? Yeah, yeah. I would never pay for any of it. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're a bad son. <laughs> I tell my mommy I love her. Right, but every your mom day. and my mom are opposites. I, oh, we were talking about this a few weeks ago, um, or the other week, when we went to, we were in San Francisco. Yeah. And we were going to the baseball game. And you were talking to your mom on the phone, and she was like, Who's going? How are you going to get there? The train or a cab? Right. What time is the game? Who's like, picking you up? Who, who's picking you up? Right. What did you eat? And um, it's just all logistics. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Who's like? Who's there? What's this? How? how what? Uh, what's happening with this? Like she's and, writing a, a journalism article about. Yeah, it. and then I talked to my mom. I was like, "Yeah, we went to a Giants game," and she's like, oh, "Was it amazing?" <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to know my feelings. My mom has never even used the word amazing. Does Does she ever ask you how you feel about something? Uh, I'm sure, but she's very she's like uh, non spiritual. Right. Sort of like me. You also came to the realization the other day that your mom is like you and your dad is like me. Right. Yeah. Which is why I think that we're blessed to, uh, we're going to last forever. Yeah. And we're going to adopt six kids. I really hope so. (laughs) Um, so so would you like to give your mom a shout out for Mother's Day? She's not going to listen to this podcast because we don't have that kind of, uh, relationship either, but. My mom knows how much I appreciate her. All right. Good. I'm happy she I'm her does. favorite son, and as such, the, I've done the best job at being her child. That's good. I'm her baby boy. I would like to tell my mother on this podcast that I love you dearly. You're my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your baby. I am your, your little boy, and you are my big lady. <laughs> That's not a nice thing. <laughs> um all right, I love you, mom. I, you know what's? I'll say this. This is real. This is me being real right now. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be a writer if it weren't for my mom. Well, I, can I say? Can't I say the same thing? Wouldn't I have been a different person if not for my mom? Just by well, default? didn't she constantly ask you to go to law school? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of reverse motivated me. Oh, that's oh, just like this this woman and yes. uh, her husband. We'll learn from her mistakes. Perfect. I well, love you, mom. Well, let's try to give this girl some advice. Uh, firstly, asking two uh, non-parental uh, dudes how to be a mom is... You just uh, call me fat? <laughs> why? Too non-parental? Oh, we don't nice. have kids, is what I'm saying. All right. 
asking two dudes about how to be mom is we're really out of our comfort zone here. But here's the thing. Being a good mom, no, well, everyone says that they're not ready to be a mom because you can't be ready to be a mom. The only way you become ready to be a mom is by becoming a mom. Like we don't, I don't know how it's done. And maybe you won't know how it's done until you have a baby. And the most important thing is to give a lot of effort. And uh, it seems like you're going to give extra effort because you want to overcome this adversity. So if anything, you're more capable than people who have had better parents to becoming a mom. And you shouldn't be worried. Or what did she say? Uh, Oh, you shouldn't be worried that you don't know how to be a good mom because of this. If anything, it should motivate you to become a better mom, and I think it will do just that. Cool. Would you like? Would I? Would you mind if I tack tack a little bit of the old uh, the Jake spice on this? Yeah. The uh, I will. I will first uh, submit a counterpoint to that we don't know because you and I had moms, You're right? So I feel like we do know a little bit about good parenting. Okay. I think that we're we're not necessarily an authority, but I think it's acceptable that she would ask. So so on that on that matter I disagree with you. <laughs> Re her being a good mom, I'm going to disagree with you there too. <laughs> she's uh she's fucked. No, I think she I I I think you're worse off if you're coming into this situation like I'm going to be the best mom. Fuck it. Don't worry. Nobody tell me anything. I got this. You are like coming in with such an open mind that you're like how do I how do I be good? And as soon as you have that level of self-awareness, then I think, you know, you will be good. You're right. going to, your kid's going to help you. Your husband's going to help you. Your past experiences are going to help you. Your well, parents are not going to help you because fuck them. Yeah. Well, that's the only, your, uh, your little baby might not have the best grandparents, but fuck it. They'll have a good mom. <laughs> I'll take good mom over good grandparents any day. Oh yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> How many grandparents of yours did you know? Um... All of them. Yeah, you had all four. Well, my I guess my first my grandfather died when I was like fifteen, and then then they started dropping. But I guess I was eighteen when my other grandma died. Then I was like twenty five when my other grandma died, and my other grandpa's still kicking. Damn, I basically only had one grandparent. By the time I was like two weeks old, I only had one grandparent left, but wow. she stayed alive. Uh, Till I was like 22. Oh, there you go. Anyway, anyway. You're crying. Sorry for things getting a little real, but as advertised, they should. That's what's up. Now, let's get to this question about butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, turn on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, We need a guy's name. Um, okay. It's not that I don't have one. I'm just trying to think of like who my boys were you know what i mean yeah like okay so let's let's call this one uh cory c cory c writes i've been with my girlfriend for almost two years now and things are going great she's trusting funny and quite a smoke show a goddamn dime but here's my conundrum while browsing the internet the other day i came across a deal on butt plugs At a mere five British pounds, I couldn't afford not to buy one. Since it arrived, I've been toying with how to approach the subject with my girlfriend. I don't even know if she's into that kind of thing. I mean, I've shoved a finger up there before and she seems to enjoy it, but this has quite a lot more girth than a finger. 
I'm also worried that if I don't say anything soon, she might stumble upon it and get the wrong idea that I'm using it on someone else or even on myself. How do I bring it up in conversation with her? Or could I just get it out next time we're having sex and see what happens? Any help would be greatly appreciated. Where was he browsing? Where was he browsing that that a deal on butt plugs just came up? You have to specifically search butt shoot plugs. Shoot straight, dude. <laughs> tell us you sir. Tell us you just like fucking sought the butt plug out. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that that was a pop up ad that he clicked on and decided to buy it. I was reading the news at buttplugs.org and I was like, oh, butt hey. plug ads don't come up unless you're like. Who the fuck looks at the ads when you're watching porn, though? What exactly is a butt plug? Is it exactly what it sounds like? Is it just a dildo for your butthole? Um, Does it have a string on the end of it so you can yank it out? I've seen Is it like a wooden tampon of sorts? You've never seen a butt plug? In How would I have seen a butt plug? You're watch, watching porn. I've never seen a butt plug in porn. Really? Yeah. God. <laughs> what is it? It looks... It's sort of like... It kind of looks like... um. Like a yo-yo. A spherical, no, it looks like the Ace of Spades a little bit. Oh. Except, you know, like not, not the hard edges. But, okay. Uh, just sort of like a mushroom almost. Right. And So um, you can slide in because it's thin at the top and then it widens out towards the base. Thin at the top, widens out toward the base, and then there, it, goes, it's, it goes very tight in. And then there's sort of like a, a, um, just a, a cylinder base at the bottom so it doesn't like slip in, I guess. I don't know. But is there a string that you can like, you know, some of them have some of them. I've seen some of them that have like horsetails at the end. Uh, some of them have strings. Then there's this like is the noise animal. I imagine yep. it makes when you I know, take I it s- out. I, I resent that. Yeah. You're Just like that. <laughs> so I will say there's nothing wrong with that's enough of that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with desiring butt plugs. There's something wrong with lying to me about how you came across the butt plugs. Have you ever used one? No. That's pretty intense. Is it for guys to use or girls or both? Both. Anybody with a butt. Anyone with a butthole that they want plugged. So this guy bought it thinking that his girlfriend would wear it? I mean, he... Do you wear it? If it's in you, is it wearing it? Um, I guess you'd... I, it's not like you would wear it around during the day. I think you like play with it, right? Um, I I don't know. I wonder. I feel like you can't just show her the butt plug because then she's gonna be like, "You've had this. You used it on other people already. You want to use it on me?" Like, God, imagine washing a butt plug. You'd have to really rinse it thoroughly, right? You probably just run it under some yeah, warm just, water. Th- just <laughs> like you're cleaning your retainer in the morning. <laughs> Actually, rest your toothbrush on it. Oh, God. I think you have to have the discussion with your girlfriend before you purchase the butt plug. You can't be like, I bought this butt plug. Put it in. Well, it's too late. He found a good deal. He didn't want the price to go up. So I think I would lie and just be like, I, you know, I, like, I'm curious. I want to try to use a butt plug. Would you be down with that? She's way less likely to do it if you just bring it out. She's like, what did you expect? You thought I was going to, you're going to pull out a butt plug and I was going to put it in? But maybe it's best to have that conversation in the heat of the moment. Don't you think like a butt plug during sexual stuff is much less intense than a butt plug during like a picnic? No, because I, I think like you're taking out a baguette from a basket and then also a butt plug. Well, I feel like you broach the subject um, uh, uh, subtly at first. I don't like if you're 
hooking up and then you pull out the butt plug, she might balk at that. She might be like, mm. whoa, stop. I'm putting my clothes on. It's a mood killer. Right. But I think you're you're out at lunch and you're talking about your sex life. Like, oh, man, I've never been so happy. Is there anything that like um, you would like me to do sexually? with Butt plugs. You? Well, I think you say, I'm, I love... Uh, anal stuff I want I'm like curious about exploring that world and then you you feel it out you see if she's down maybe you don't, you don't like butt stuff so you don't understand yeah so you're saying like the butt plug itself you have to insert it into the conversation slowly at first and then wow. you shove it right in no you don't have to shove it right and then in. at the end of the conversation I've never seen you struggle more with this you're usually <laughs> really good at it it's the the performance of it uh <laughs> Yeah, I think you you gotta you 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 gotta just uh, bring it up, then introduce the fact that you uh, you are gonna buy it. Like, never tell her that you bought the butt plug without her knowing. I think this guy should go to prison. <laughs> I think sodomy is a sin worth dying for. I think this guy doesn't deserve to have a girlfriend or a life of his own. He is hedonistic. Mm-hmm. He is uh, motivated by, I guess, the devil or something worse, and he shouldn't shove this this object of Satan into anyone's rectum, let alone hers. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I guess your advice was good. Talk to her about it. Though I would say do it during the heat of the moment. All right. That's fair. Really? <laughs> no, I disagree, but that's your advice. <laughs> um, I, I just... If this is break time, I want to announce that I found the uh, the Paul Dano Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is good. It is break time. <laughs> all right, great. Because... Um, Wait, talk more into the mic. I'm afraid people will miss it out. All right, yeah. This is my... This is... <laughs> I, I guess, like... So you started a Twitter account. Wow, this is crazy. May May 10th. Oh, no. It started in March. Oh. But there, I just found one from May 10th, 2012. Uh, oh, it started I, in February. Because somebody on our subreddit, shout out to r slash Jake and Amir, uh, said that we our one year anniversary of the podcast is coming up. And then I realized that it's also like the, is it seven year? Seven year anniversary of the Jake and Amir video starting. Also in May. So I feel like we only start shit in May. That's and then you're spring, like, oh, this, tw- this Twitter account also started not in May though, in March. Yeah. Still spring. There Still counting it. Spring, dude, I think that we're in bloom. That's that's what's up. The Maybe. rebirth of our brains. I agree. Uh, so how many tweets do you have from this Paul Dano account? Also, why did you start it? I don't. I think I was just like, <laughs> I must have been really bored. Um, I have 36 tweets. There's, I'm following seven people, and I have 1,600 followers. 1,600? That's pretty good. That's a lot. Um, Jesus. The first tweet... The fr- <laughs> The first thing I tweeted was eclipse. Then the next day I, I tweeted solar eclipse. <laughs> then the next day I tweeted total lunar eclipse. So you're just the, like the game here is that Paul Dano is just interested in is a like just like some weird like yeah, astrology hobbyist. Well, I think I just wanted him to seem like really really deep and artsy and sort of like gotcha um, ambiguous. But then I am re- like there's also a whole bunch of <laughs> what was the last tweet the one that you did in may of 2013 the week we started this podcast um well the la- the last one i d- i did was september 27th 2012 and i just wrote complete so what did you say was in may oh um, it started in march and you thought it was may yeah because it said m-a-r 
or because you, you saw O three and you thought that was the numerical. Equivalent I think oh, because I thought I no, I I was scrolling and it was on May, and I thought I had scrolled to the bottom, but I hadn't. Should you tweet something now? I probably should. I you just do wanna, have sixteen hundred followers. Somebody named Jim tweeted at him, and he said. Uh, at the real Paul Dano, <laughs> I met you in Cali, man. You remember me? We hung outside the hotel, and I just wrote back, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it's so subtle because you're not trying to make him sound bad or good. No. He's also a celebrity that would never actually have a Twitter account, and he'll never find out about this. It seems. I guess. I, yeah. The way I found it just now is I googled Paul Dano Twitter, and it came up. Yeah. Um, what's a funny tweet to do after a year? Are you really the Paul Dano? Are you really the real Paul Dano? And I wrote, yeah. <laughs> An impersonator like, wouldn't lie. Oh, man, you're absolutely mad and there will be blood. Reminds me of the religious freaks we have in North Carolina. Ha ha. And I just wrote back, THX. <laughs> you're so subtle. There's no reason to do this. <laughs> no. It's so boring. You're not making a statement. Mm-mm. I guess the only fitting thing that I could write is um, maybe uh, maybe I'll retweet a Jake and Amir video. <laughs> These guys are actually on point in a way. And I feel like the blonde one is a better actor than me. <laughs> I really can't believe I have 1,600 followers. I haven't looked in, a, in a, two years. <laughs> That's almost sad for Paul Dano. Is it Dano or Dano? I don't know. We, we're going to find out. <laughs> How? People are going to tell us. We're gonna get Paul Dano. Paul Dano. I feel like it's Dano. Paul Dano. I'll go on record as saying it's Dano, and I don't care if I'm wrong. (laughs) Book him, Dano. Uh, Another thing that I wanted to mention during the break is that our our show at the Hollywood Improv is almost sold out, but not quite yet. Mm. Our live podcast Saturday, May thirty first. So that link is at our site, ifireyoushow dot com. Uh, or you can just Google if I were you show live Hollywood improv. Um, you know, Jake we also are live Hollywood improv. You know, there's just like different ways to use the search engine. We have a show coming up in New York. When? June 12th. Really? UCB. Oh, okay. There we go. June 12th. You could probably buy tickets for that. Our I heard return. it here first. Our triumphant return to New York City. Oh my God. Nobody shows up. <laughs> <laughs> just to prove a fucking point. <laughs> Paul Dano's there. <laughs> Well, well, well. He bought out the whole theater to (laughs) confront me. How's that for a lunar eclipse? Dano, you sick fuck. I'm sorry. I loved you in the milkshake movie. Let's let's edit all this Paul Dano stuff out. I want people to think it's really the real Paul Dano. It's a six minute long podcast. (laughs) How many times a day do you think somebody yells milkshake at Paul Dano or I drink your milkshake? Um, Twice. That's not bad, actually. It's pretty good, considering. Considering how many times you get called the pinch. (laughs) The pinch. (laughs) I forgot about that. (gasps) Never forget. All right, you ready for the last question? Yeah. Um, 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 uh, girl's name. Let's call this gal Leslie H. Oh, very nice. Thank you. You think this episode should be called Mother's Day or Butt Plugs? <laughs> I feel like we should do Mother's Day slash Butt Plugs. Oh, that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> <gasps> hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. 
So I have a friend who is always complaining about never having been in a relationship and how she doesn't understand why guys don't like her. She isn't lacking in self-esteem, seeing as she's always says how she thinks she has a great personality and she has a really pretty face, which she does. She always just blames it on the fact that she's kind of a plus-sized girl. And while that may or may not be the reason she's single, I'm going to bet it's the fact that she smells really bad. She only showers every three to four days and never washes her clothes. I already had to ask her to stop the car because she, <laughs> because her smell made me sick, and I blamed it on motion sickness. She has a really nice. She's a really nice person and a good friend. But how do you tell a friend that they smell so bad it literally makes you sick? Everyone around her complains behind her back, and they tell me I have to say something because it won't sound mean coming from me. Just curious to see what you would do. Thanks. Oh, this question breaks my heart. This is how we're going to go out. I feel so sad. Why? She has an easily solvable problem. No, that girl's going to be so sad when she's like, you have to take showers. You smell bad. That girl's going to be like, how long have people been talking about this? Well, I don't know. How long have you been taking a bi-weekly showers? What sort Four of... Four days is fine. No, it is not. I'll go six days without showering Yeah, sometimes. and it's bad. Do I smell bad? Probably. By you day spend, three, You four, spend a lot five. of time with me. Do I ever smell bad? Uh, Sometimes, I guess. I wouldn't say... What? Sometimes you have BO if you if you go no. three days without showering. Of course I don't. How do you go that long like without showering? Don't you feel dirty? I like feeling dirty. You like feeling sticky? I like feeling sticky. I like feeling dirty. I like smelling my own BO. I love going to bed having just showered, wet hair, clean PJs and a shirt and socks. You were, yeah you. you I wear a lot difference. of clothes to sleep. I sleep completely naked. Yeah. We often see each other in the uh, in the bathroom in the morning. Right. I'm wearing a baggy t-shirt, pajama pants, and socks, and you're you're nude. <laughs> you're naked. Yeah. Next time you're Although naked. You're, to be fair, you're not wearing pants right now. <laughs> That's true. Next time you're naked, I just want you to hear this. Just to <laughs> make you really nervous. Hey, dude. Um, so... You smell. Well, this is kind of a just a general dilemma. Is like your friend has an easily fixable issue, but you don't want to you don't want to broach it. Like yeah. I've had this issue with friends. They're like, "Oh, this guy or this girl does this one thing, and they can just not do it, and remember. everybody would like them more." And as your friend, it would help. It would be very helpful to tell them what it is, right? But it might come at the sacrifice of making it weird for the next couple. It's, days, weeks, it's sort of months. like having something in your teeth or your fly down. It's like a little uncomfortable to tell somebody, right. like, hey, pick your teeth. But I think as a, as a person, I'd rather have that moment of discomfort and then have clean teeth. And this is, this is like a, you know, a, a bigger scale problem than that because you have to have like a real uncomfortable conversation. But I wonder if you could just be like, get in your car like, wow, you kind of smell bad today. Oh. And then when was like, the last time you showered? This week. Yeah, just like you smell bad today, and you you almost sh- you could start it now. Pretend that it just started to be a problem. So you like, I think the the thing that's painful is is saying like with anything like this, you say something and you're like, how long has this been building up? How long have people been talking behind my back? How long have I smelled bad? So you just say, hey, you smell bad, as if you're saying it for the first time. You just noticed, and it's like, what really? Like, yeah, did you shower today? 
Like, oh, no, I should. <laughs> no, I showered four days ago. And then she showers, and then that's good. And then oh, next and then time you she give smells... her positive reinforcement yeah, when like, she oh, did shower. Nice. And then next time she smells again, you've already established that you'll just say something. So she get, you get in her car, be like, whoa, you reek. And there's like, wow, t- this is the second time you told me that. <laughs> like, yeah, I think you're, you're starting to smell a bit. You yeah. should shower. Yeah, your hair's greasy, too. <laughs> and you, but like, you play it off like it's, this is just the new relationship. This is what you've discovered. Right. Not like... I, this is pent up for so long, and I finally have to say something. You smell, and you always have. Uh, I totally agree with telling people, though I have a personal story that uh, this reminds me of where somebody told me something where, like, I was already doing the thing. So I remember in high school, uh, I had zits, I had acne, greasy face, red face. And one of my female friends, uh, while we were on the phone once, was like, By the way, like, you know, you can, like, like, do you like know about like uh, Clearasil and like uh, Neutrogena, like this like gel you can like wash your face? I'm like, yes, I know about that. And then she's like, okay, I'm just saying like maybe it'll help you out. I was oh. like, I'm already using that. <laughs> you <laughs> bitch! <laughs> what a backfire! I just felt I just felt like, oh, now I know everyone's talking about my skin, and also I'm already doing the thing that you're suggesting. <laughs> so nothing's gonna work. Now what, girl? <laughs> You fucked me. <laughs> the only solace I could take in this was that people weren't paying as much attention to my face as I was paying attention to my face, and now I know that's not true. I had the worst type of acne, which was like bad, but not bad enough to have Accutane, which oh. is like the 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 miracle pill that just destroys your entire body and also acne. Really? That's yeah. what Accutane does? Yeah, Accutane is like an atomic bomb. It like thins out every cell in your body. It's like it it does stop acne, but also it makes your eyes yellow and dry, your fingernails thin, your toes you stop working. I desperately wanted Accutane. Well, I desperately wanted clear skin. Yeah, it's and like, funny how that's like kids with worse skin than me had better skin within six weeks because they had Accutane. Well now isn't there like um let's I wonder if Accutane is still legal. Like, that shit was fucking dangerous. That was, like, a really... Only, like... It only... People kept using it because teens hate zits that much. They're like, yeah, yeah I'll fucking... I don't care if it causes depression and suicidal tendency, crazy I heard thoughts. some, like... There were, I don't know if this is a real story, if it was just, like, an anecdote they told us in health class, but there was, like... These kids were using... They were, like, sniffing some type of glue to get high, and they, like, put labels all, all over this glue. They're like, don't sniff it. Like, it's dangerous, whatever, whatever. And people are still doing it. And then they just printed on the label, like, sniffing this glue, like, causes breakouts. And they stopped. Oh, yeah. It's it's so funny. Like, kids will do anything as long as it means they don't get zits. Dude, the zits are the fucking worst. I remember I had a zit a couple months ago. And it was, like, the just, first one I had to deal with in, a, in years. And you just couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't stop it. thinking about it. Um... I just pulled it up, and it says, Pulled from the market, Accutane still available nonetheless. And that was in 2012. So I guess they did eventually uh, pull Accutane, though it's still available through generic manufacturers. All right. Fuck it, I'll I'll take suicidal thoughts and thin fingernails. I'm having suicidal thoughts because I have bad skin. (laughs) Oh, God. So what should this person do? Bring it up as if it's a new problem for her? That's what I would do. like... You treat it as if as you 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 treat it like you should have from the beginning. You should have said something right away if it was like bothering you and you guys are friends. Yeah, but don't sit her down and make a big deal out of it. I agree. I think that's that's where that's the danger. It's weird. You're like, hey, look, we have this is an intervention for your stench. Right, an interstention. Yeah, a stench intervention. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's good. That's really good, actually. Thank you. Um, because I'm getting pretty good at this old advice thing, huh? <laughs> after a year, we're not actually half bad anymore. Oh, my God. We're now half good, which is the same amount of bad and good. We're just more optimistic we're about it. We're a little it. confident. Uh, so, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. And thanks. If, if you've listened to every episode, I maybe we should send them, like, uh, money. Yeah, like 25 bucks cash. That's cool. We have advertisers. We can afford it. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening to this episode and any episode you've ever listened to. We appreciate uh, it. Yeah, traffic is still going up. I remember the first week we were like... Hey, that's what we should have been doing. This should have been like a... Uh, uh, appreciation? Yeah, we should, we should have been telling stories from the very, the very first podcast. Well, I remember the very first podcast came out and I uh, told um, my then-girlfriend... <laughs> you know, can we just talk about her for a second? <laughs> I remember telling her, I was like, I really hope that it just breaks 20,000 listeners the first week. Like, I don't know I, where I got that number, but I was like, 20,000 in a week would be really cool. And it... It eventually like broke twenty thousand within like the first couple days, and by the end of the first week, it had like twenty five thousand. I was like, "All right, this is huge. This is cool." And like we were like climbing the iTunes charts, and now our episodes get twenty five thousand listens within the first day. That's fucking dope. So that means next year we'll be getting fifty thousand a day, and the year after that, it'll double again, <laughs> and the year after that again. This is us holding a gun to a fan. <laughs> You hear that? See, you better start spreading the word, see? Plugging his nose, trying to dump Accutane in his mouth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, That email address, again, is show at gmail.com if you have your own questions. We are still opening and closing every single episode with new theme song submissions. The first one was from someone named Ethan Ruby. This last one is from somebody named Jack. Toda, Jack. Toda Jack and Toda you guys. We'll be back next week. Peace. Jake and Amir are really nice. They're gonna give you free advice. Jake's gonna tell you to swipe right. Amir's gonna do some math all night. Jake and Amir.